Welcome back, all you fabric in the flesh bags, to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero and pop culture. So that's movies, TV shows, video games. Uh, we do a little news and speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. I am Mode Pupe, your resident fabricant and comment extraordinaire on all things pop culture. And I am joined by the video game designer, anime expert, and most importantly, lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, what's going on today, man? The most, man. I'm doing great. Watched a little bit of uh, Arcane and uh, ready to talk about some of this news, man. Yeah, Arcane. Yeah, <laughs> that's getting great reviews. I got to get around to that. We're, uh, you know, me and Jen are gonna catch that uh, sometime soon. I hope. There's so much we got on our backlog, um, especially because this week. Man, this week is great for superheroes. We got Peacemaker, uh, the TV show, premieres on HBO Max, and Disney Plus is getting Eternals. And so we're going to check that out later in the week. Uh, but first, for this week, for this the 33rd episode of the Super Not Funny Show Supercast, uh, which we're going to dedicate to the most anticipated superhero properties for 2022. Uh, superheroes are big business, and there's a ton of stuff coming out this year but we want you to know what we think is going to be the best stuff uh, to see watch uh play etc this year so we'll check that out uh but first we got a, a bunch of news uh we we kind of sort of took a hiatus on news for a, a couple weeks just because there was a lot of stuff going on uh but we're back to it uh we want to check out the uh the goings-on in the world of superheroes and pop culture so lottie you revved up, ready to go? We're ready to get into this uh, news thing. Yes, I'm ready to. Yeah, I'm ready to go, man. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So, um, well, there's been a a lot going on in uh, Marvel. You know, we they they're putting out movies left, right, and TV shows. And one thing we've been talking about uh, has been Thor four, aka Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, which is uh, Taika Waititi returning as the director, uh, after having done a magnificent job on Thor Ragnarok. And it promises to shake up Thor. As Last time we saw Thor, he was with the Guardians of the Galaxy. He was uh, a bit out of shape, <laughs> if, we, if we could say that. <laughs> and he had pretty much renounced being king of, of the Asgardians. He's just kind of trying to find his own way. But somehow, like just in The Godfather, they keep pulling him back in. <laughs> so that said, uh, the only news we got this week, and I thought it was it was interesting, was we got some pictures of what uh, of what Thor's costume uh, is going to look like. Thor and Jane and uh, Valkyrie. Um, so we want to just just comment on those things. Uh, Lottie, do you you got a chance to look at those pictures, man? Um, who's the most badass looking? Who's I mean. <laughs> They're all looking pretty dope, but like, who's the most badass looking in your mind? Most badass looking. Hmm. I mean, look, she looked good. Huh. I I'm going to. I think Thor still is the winner. Just yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. looking like. I mean, and and I look. I saw some people post some pictures, and this is um, Thor's outfit is a straight up throwback to like I think an eighties, a late a mid eighties, late eighties. 
costume of his uh, by drawn by Walt Simonson, and it is it is so comic booky that I just love I love the fact that they have gotten to the point in the MCU where they don't have to do the the X Men everyone has on black leather you know uh, yeah. outfit thing, and that, now they're getting right. into like the real superhero comic book looks. You know, honestly, man, like that is refreshing to be honest with you because one of the things you can be comic booky and still look good it's just it's up to the you know the costume directors and you know the makeup artists and everything like that you could look comic booky and still look good because this looks good like it doesn't look cheesy because we all know thor is more of that epic fantasy high god like thor is like if there if if thor was dnd it would be an epic uh what is it called? Epic campaign. Yeah, and yeah. That's what you expect of somebody in an epic campaign, the armor to look like. Yeah. And this is what I'm just happy to see that comic books are slowly going back. We saw it with uh with the uh, Hawkeye. He's wearing purple. Right. For the, finally. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, you know I mean, I mean? It, I mean, now he's he's maybe leaning more into being a superhero. And also that's probably Kate's uh, you know, her her influence. I think I love about, like, you see Tessa Thompson, she sort of took a picture of herself in, in her dressing room and posted it on, on uh, Instagram. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're all going for the little, you know, the little, um, bolt, I don't want to call them bolts, but, like, the three bolts going down the middle. There's capes. Like, the Asgardians mm-hmm. seem to be the only ones that can really get away with rocking capes besides maybe Vision, you know? Um and she's she's looking like a, a straight badass, you know. She's got you know her braids done up and everything. Her arms are looking like Michelle Obama. I mean, she's she looks like a straight you know badass. And we didn't get to see actually we didn't actually get to see, um, you know Jane, you know live action Jane. We didn't get to see Natalie Portman, but we saw kind of like a, a artist rendition of what she's going to look like. And I'm telling you, she looks. I mean, badass. That helmet looks dope, you know. But I still go back to the fact that flipping uh, Thor is he just he's rocking a like a Superman cape, you know, yellow and blue and like and like chrome and shit like that. And he's got Stormbreaker on his shoulder. I mean, he's looking mm-hmm. like a boss. And I yeah. like I can't I can man I can't wait because you know Hemsworth is coming in jacked. You know, mm-hmm. you know I, I'll tell you he's coming in jacked. You know why he's coming in jacked? Because he's also supposed to be Hulk Hogan. And he's coming in with with those, uh, you know, twenty nine inch pythons. It's twenty nine inch pythons, or what do you say, thirty no, the thirty two inch pythons? He's coming in hard. My dog is coming in hard. So yeah. So looking like a lumberjack on that t shirt. Oh, he look at him in the middle of the t shirt. You know, and you know what's so you know what's so awesome about that little t shirt logo is that it's. It's like so. It's like eighties metal, you know. Eighties uh, yes, metal. It does. Uh, it does look. It, you know what it looks like? The Thundercats. <laughs> it's it's that. It's like that. It looks. It looks like it's it's a you know it looks like it's an eighties metal like album cover. It looks yeah. like it could be on the cover of Heavy Metal oh, magazine. I like it. It, I like it's, it. It's it looks like dope. I can't man. I don't know why I'm getting so damn hyped over just some some images, but but, but it, just real quick before we segue to the next conversation, I must say the MVP of this poster. Yeah, I, I I gotta remember his name, but the Rock guy, Korg, Korg, my dog, Korg is Korg, the played MVP. by Taika Waititi. <laughs> 
played by is Taika Waititi. <laughs> <laughs> he is the MVP of this. The fact that I see him look at like his normal thing where he just lays his hand and say, hey, just. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just some badass Asgardian armor with the leather on. He's, he's, oh, like, he, he's like, hi, can, can, can you uh, talk talk to that guy, that troll on the internet? You know, he's been an asshole to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I, I mean, you know, keep getting me hyped for this because I, you know, I can't wait to see what they do with it. It looks awesome. So, yeah. uh, you know, we'll come back. We'll talk about uh, any more developments, any more pictures, all that stuff. We're gonna keep the nerd hype rolling on this one. So, uh, moving on, we are <laughs> we are the biggest fans of Invincible. Is that fair to say? I mean, I. I I'm a huge fan of Invincible. I mean, this is how it all started. Be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, Our we it, we literally started this podcast because we had such a good time talking about Invincible that we were like, we got to keep on, we got to keep this this train rolling. And so Invincible, yeah, it really did kick it all off. And uh, so we're both hella hyped. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak for you, but we're both like super hyped for season two of of Invincible, right? Yeah. So, uh, uh, get ready to to cry those nerd tears, my friend, because <laughs> according to Stephen Yoon, <laughs> they haven't started working on it yet. You know <laughs> that meme of "Hello Darkness, my old friend." <laughs> Pain. <laughs> when you text me that, and you know what's so funny about it, I was just having a conversation about Invincible earlier that day and you text me they haven't even started i was just I, I just looked at the text making sure i was reading it right because i said no this can't what i was looking for the most forward to this year <laughs> oh babe i was like this is this hurts me deep you know you know i usually when it, you ever watch movies and you, you the the bad guy or or maybe the good guy, something will be happening that they can't stop, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no," like that. And I always yeah. laugh at it. I was like, "Why the why the fuck do y'all always say that? Is that the answer?" And then I saw this. I was like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> I just, I was just like, I get it now. I understand why that's the reaction because no, no, I don't, I don't want to hear that. I um, told me. <laughs> oh, I was. I'm just like. I'm beside myself with with just being upset, but hey, let's let's step away from that ledge. I know we I know we want to you know do like Neo in the new Matrix and just just jump it all jump off and end it all, but let's step away from that ledge for a second, and let's actually let's talk about what Stephen Yoon actually said. So right, <laughs> <laughs> because because we're we we get we get into in. The habit of just like running with you know we get we get the ball handed to us and we run with it all the way to the end zone and like why isn't anyone trying to tackle us because we're running it into our own end zone that's why that's why it's <laughs> happening <laughs> um so he said specifically he said we haven't started i know we're starting at some point i've talked to robert here and there he's super excited about it. he thinks season two is going to be even better than season one which I have no doubt about. If you go to his source material, Invincible is an incredible comic. And just thinking about how much story hasn't been told from that run, it's going to be bonkers. I'm really excited about it. Now, let's look at what he said. He said, we haven't started. What does that mean? Who does he mean, we? 
Because remember, he's a voice actor. When does he start on anything? Right? You know, this, this, you this, is an, this is animation. Remember, this is animation. Yeah. They will have the scripts done and the animation done, or at least close to done, before the, uh, you know, before the animation gets in. The speaking parts, you know. I've, I yeah. used to follow, uh, I used to follow a guy that, that did, um, he, he was like a, an, an, they call it, called it an animatic edit, editor. So basically, and I also listened to this a bit on, with Kevin Smith when he was making the new Master of the Universe. And essentially, they write the scripts first, and then they send it out to the animation company, and they start, you know, sending them clips of what they've gotten done. And then when they, then they start bringing in the actors to do the voice work. And if they land on some voice stuff that doesn't match up with the, the, the lips, they send that back. And they, you know, you know what I'm saying? So the stuff that doesn't require seeing mouths move or anything like that gets done. But the stuff with yep. the mouth moving is sort of last when they get, they, you know, tighten up the scripts and everything like that. So everyone, nerds everywhere, you know, take, you know, take that razor blade away from your wrists, you know, <laughs> just step away from the ledge. Put the pills down. Whatever it is that you know you're saying that you're going to do to yourself because this isn't coming out this year, just consider the fact that Steve Ewan may not be, you know, <laughs> he may not be completely up on everything that's happening. Is he a producer on this? Is he an executive producer? Is he in, you know, the decision making process? I would say probably not. Even though they're keeping him up to date, and plus Robert Kirkman is not an idiot. You know, he's he's done TV stuff before and he's he sees what's going on. I suspect I'm not saying we're getting it this year. I'm not going to go out on that limb, but I think that it's very likely that we are because they've literally had since last year when they remember they they renewed it. They renewed it before season one was even over. So they renewed it like episode. Yeah. Like four or five. Yeah, something like that. So they renewed it like well early into the run. Which means that that renewing means they meant they there's a check, so they started working on it. I don't think that this is the end of the world. Uh, at least I'm, I choose to believe that. I don't think it's the end of the world. I think they're working on it. He he has not come in to do voice work yet, so that probably means really most people this. most people probably haven't done voice work yet. But you know how long could that possibly take? I th- I think that if we get it, if we are getting that this year. I think we're getting it in late summer. Early, late summer, early fall is not when I think season two of this premieres. And if we get it before then, hey, that's awesome. If we don't get it this year, you know, still don't jump off that ledge. But, you know, understand that thing, I think things are being worked on. So. <laughs> I do need to rewatch Invincible, though, like real talk. I just, God, that show is so good, man. It is. That's, really why, we're, that's why we're upset. But also... I just don't think we have any cause to be this upset about it. You know, I don't think it's, I don't think we, I, as much as I was just like, oh my God, what the fuck? But then I realized, you know, maybe this guy doesn't really know enough. Maybe we need, you know, maybe we need to hear from Robert Kirkman about what's going on. That's all. You guys, so, so a lot of you, are you feeling better now? <laughs> just, just saying. Just slightly. Just slightly. Okay. So we improved it. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to keep a close eye on this. And uh, we will report 
what, if anything, uh, you know, is updated in the future. All right, so things you didn't think you were going to hear about this year, but I mean, it's true. Apparently, it's <laughs> the rumor at least. Um, when you think of Justin Timberlake, is there any way you associate that with any superhero? Just, just ever, or are you, are you thinking? Man, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of a, a, a superhero that has a suit and tie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I got my suit. Well, tie. he could be a bat. Well, that's the thing is, he could. The thing is, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> This is, I think this is more, this is a uh, a rumor that, the rumor is that Marvel's in talks with Justin Timberlake for something. And first of all, well, no shit. Am I, am I, at this point, I'm not, I'm not kidding. At this point, I think it, it is an insult to you as an actor if, some, if Marvel isn't like, do you want to, you want to join the MCU? No, yep. if if you're if if they're not asking you, you should you should ask your your uh your representation. You know what the fuck is like? What did I do? Why don't they like me? That's the, <laughs> <laughs> it. It's so you know. There's it's a rumor. You know it's it's just a rumor. Some insiders saying that you know may for a major role. And um, so I thought it'd be fun, like to think. Okay, is is this a good idea? One, uh, and two, um, you know, who will he play? And we only take wrong answers for this. So, who who's <laughs> is it? A, is it a good idea, Lottie? Yes, and I see a picture down here, and I would love to see. <laughs> If Justin Timberlake is Doom, Doctor Doom, <laughs> <laughs> if I see this man do a foot dive, <laughs> I want to. I want to just say, Justin Timberlake, my face is, is my face is is horrid. That's I gotta cover it up. I think you gotta, that'd be the biggest just, troll. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Timberlake of all people can't pass the foot on a mask the whole time. No, don't. it's like no. Don't look at me. I'm hideous. I'm like, I'm like, dude. They're trolling you, man. Come on, <laughs> take the. I'm just saying. Mask off. <laughs> I'm just saying. If if he plays Doctor Doom, do they bust out in the musical like randomly? Like just just <laughs> just randomly where he's just Doctor Doom just starts singing. Like like it doesn't even have to be like. Like, like he's like, like Doctor Doom is sitting in the mirror thinking nobody's watching him, and all of a sudden he starts singing, and then some of his servants are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's like, it may sound crazy, but it ain't no lie. <laughs> uh, so all right, since we're on this, what's like I said, who is Justin Timberlake going to be in the MCU? Wrong answers only. I got some. <laughs> I can see a oh, wrong answers. Wrong answers only. Sort of because I have sort of a right answer, but I guess if we're only doing wrong answers, oh, do, give me the right answer, and then we'll do the wrong answers. I can definitely see him being Johnny. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I can see him being a, a, a Human Torch. Definitely can see him being Human Torch. Ah, probably. I mean, really, honestly, pick any you know reasonably good-looking white dude in the in a Marvel universe. I mean, he could. I thought Iceman. You know, yeah, Iceman <clears throat> is another one. There's there's a couple. It could be North Star. Oh man, <laughs> talk about the 
the bullshit that would be flying for that. He were a North Star. <laughs> they were like, you can't even. You're gonna give us. You're gonna give him. You know, a role of a gay dude. And I was like, and a French guy. That's you know, a French Canadian. The French Canadians are gonna go nuts. <laughs> so anyway, not North Star. I don't have any right answers because he literally could be anybody. I have some wrong ones. So what's what's our, what's a couple wrong ones you think? He could be Norman Osborn. They, well, you know what? Great minds <laughs> think alike. I was literally like, Norman, and he even has like the the, the kind of funny curly hair. <laughs> it would work. No, yes, yeah. Norman Osborn. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I got one. Oh no, uh, Galactus. <laughs> Big yeah, ass Justin Timberlake. Yeah, big ass Justin Timberlake. Can you imagine, be, imagine Can you him? imagine him coming up to a planet just saying, I be y'all my suit and tie shit. <laughs> Let me show you a few. Wait, no. It's Galactus. <laughs> yeah. He'll go up there and there'll be a wardrobe malfunction or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I got a few more. You got You got any more? I got a few more. Um, um, I can see him being the beast. He is good. He does look good with glasses on. <laughs> and beast does wear a suit and tie usually. <laughs> see him being the beast. Oh gosh, I got another one. Um, I said Galactus. You said Norman Osborn. Uh, he could be the man thing, which is the swamp thing. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Of the of the Marvel universe. Oh, I got another. I got a good one for you. He could be Sentry. This actually that might you be know, a, that might be a right answer. Actually, now that I think yes. about it, yes, he could, could be, be Nova. He could be Nova. That could be a right answer too. Like, I I I would call those right answers. So I got the last one. The last one. This is the good one. And I almost said it before, but it's it's the strongest one. Uh, <clears throat> Justin Timberlake will be Mephisto. You, I'm calling it here. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, <laughs> Mephisto in the MCU. You've been wondering Magneto. where where has he been? He's Mephisto. He's Mephisto. He's so, young Magneto. I'm not. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He's he's the devil. Justin Timberlake playing the Marvel. Justin the Timberlake, the damn <laughs> that's the, that's devil. The devil. <laughs> oh my! It's, he's behind Dude. everything. Remember he and, and you're gonna, they're going to go back and every time every remember you're going to go watch WandaVision. You'll be like. There's Justin Timberlake in the background. What the hell? He's just dancing. Kid. Oh gosh, that's good. I you know what? And I I'm I'm not trying we're not making fun of Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is actually legit. He's a legit actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. Like he's a great actor. Uh, we're just we're I, just laughing. I, yeah, I do have a I think uh I do have a proposal for him for a new villain. In in the in the MCU, I call, I'd say uh, Major Dick in the Box. <laughs> That's that will be his. <laughs> you just like you'd see him flying around like in spandex with just like a a present box, a box on his cart. <laughs> Got a dick in a box. <laughs> it's like Jubilee, don't reach in there. <laughs> <laughs> Rogue, don't touch me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Rogue, don't touch me. <laughs> Make sure you oh, have gloves gosh. on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, this, that was fun. <laughs> so well, out when we find, I, I'm sure he'll actually sign on to this. So, because I, I don't know if you knew, I think he, 
I do believe he played a stormtrooper in one of the uh, the Star Wars movies. Uh, I don't know if it was the prequel or the or the sequel series, but <clears throat> so I'm sure he'll show up, and we'll let you guys know uh, when we find out more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Boys season three. You know what? I maybe the third most hyped thing I am. Uh, I, I I'm hyped for this year, right? <clears throat> Uh, after Invincible and Miss Marvel. And so, uh, Glory of Glories, this week, we got uh, we got some confirmation about when uh, The Boys is going to premiere. It's coming out in June, man. Uh, Eric Kripke. Eric Kripke. <laughs> I, really, I think that's his <laughs> name. Uh, he um, He's the, the producer and, and whatever on The Boys. Confirmed that June third of this year we are getting season three of the boys, and I I do believe it's I think it's dropping like like it usually does the first three episodes, and I think it's going to be like a ten episode season. And there was a little uh, thirty second you know teaser thing uh, that went along with it. So uh, Lottie, first of all, uh, I know you're I know you're hyped, but second of all, what did you think about that little? you know, a little teaser and tell me your, you know, how much you're anticipating all that good stuff. Teaser trailer gave me PTSD of the uncomfortableness I get every time I see Homelander on screen. <laughs> the man is just, just staring. Yeah. I get the feeling that that's the way people feel when they're around Harvey Weinstein. It's just like, he's just in the room. He just, it's like Harvey mm. Weinstein with superpowers, because like, he really is a fucking <clears throat> bruh. You called it. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like he's just like mm. oh, stop looking at me, dog. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my god. It was only thirty seconds of of Homelander, you know, Homelander and Starlight sort of taking some press pictures and all that stuff, and um, he just. My, it's like look. I mean, it's just literally like looking at a serial killer, just like trying to be normal. It's like be normal. You could just see in his in, in in his you know in his internal monologue, like be normal, be normal, be normal, and just like barely able to hold it together. Um. So that's my all we got mama, out of that. Yeah, my that, baby mama's dead. My uh, son is gone. All that stuff. Well, his really, to be honest with you, not his baby mama. It's the woman he raped. But yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, just like like his his you know Nazi chick is basically a vegetable. I mean, <clears throat> and he's got and and he's got like this you know collateral hanging over him. Yeah. And uh, and according you, you know you said that there was some you know the Vought News thing that maybe he's going to be getting some competition. Maybe he's going to be getting swept aside. You know, I just have to say, you thought this motherfucker was dangerous in the previous two seasons when he's, you know, he, now he's like a fucking cornered animal. He's like a yep. wounded, cornered animal, and they're the most dangerous thing. So I'm like, man, I'm glad I don't live in this fake world. <clears throat> and also, uh, Huey, Huey does, uh, it was on the news, because the news feed is, I mean, the news feed is from Vought. And they were like talking to him, like, "Why did you? Why did you kill them? Why did you do such terrible things to heroes?" And they were like, "Uh, 
they raped people? No, they <laughs> did not. Where's your proof? Basically, like the Fox News of their world. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, um, he was because you know the um, because he was basically asking him about that. Uh, remember that dude, that Christian dude? Turns out he liked men, and he was like, "How do you have proof that he was actually raping men?" Um, he tried, you know, uh, Huey and his body was like, he tried to touch me, but uh, I'm not going to, I'm not, he was like, I'm not going to talk about the evidence we have against him. Of course, because you don't have the evidence. Fake <laughs> <Make> news. <laughs> That's a, I, I love the fact that they're doing stuff like that to keep it going, you know, to kind of keep the hype going. Um, I'll tell you what, it sounds to me like uh, J. Jonah Jameson would probably be, he'd fit in just fine at Vaughn News. Uh, so, it sounds like the way we saw him in No Way Home. Um, well, he'll hate it because he hates superheroes, remember? Yeah, well, you know, he doesn't. Well, he actually he doesn't hates, hate superheroes. He just hates, he just hates Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. <clears throat> but it, we did, I mean, we've seen some pictures from the third season of, of new you know, new characters that are coming up and, and all that stuff. And it, it, the part of the comics it's following is sounds ridiculous. So, like... I'm pretty. I mean, I'm pretty damn hyped for this. I just can't wait to see the first real trailer uh, for the season. But uh, June feels like forever away, man. It's like six months from now, you know. Yeah. But we're gonna soldier on, uh, and, and wait until like that. Soldier boy. <laughs> yeah, like soldier boy. Yes, and we'll wait. So when the first trailer comes out, we're gonna come back and talk about it and uh, all the good season uh, three goodness. So you guys stay tuned. We'll uh, check back on that. Uh, moving on to uh, some DC news, man, dude, when they, t- remember we talked like uh, back at DC fandom, they were like, you know, we're doing, we're doing a, a sort of re- revival sequel series to Batman, the animated series and the, the fucking nerd internet went wild. Right. And why wouldn't they? Because Batman, the animated series is arguably, I mean, you may think another one's better and, and that's fine, but it's arguably if it's not the best, it's like in the, top, in the top three animated superhero things ever on TV. Just hold on. Let me, but that, not to cut you off. If you find any other Batman animated series better than the original, you're wrong. <laughs> well, Batman, I, yeah, the I don't 90s think animated yeah. series is the best. I don't think it's, it's I don't think there's an argument that it is absolutely the best animated Batman period. Of all time. But I mean, yes. like, is it the best superhero, you know, animated superhero thing? That's that's debatable. I'll say yes, but you know, if, yes. if anyone says otherwise, I, they probably can produce something that I may be like, okay, maybe you have a point. I'll even go on on record as saying <clears throat> it's probably in the top three superhero TV things. Period. Uh, just just on consistency, it's so it was so good that a character created for it is now basically the most popular DC character, right? Yeah. So Harley, Harley Quinn. Yes. And this is a, you know, this is a sequel series uh, meant to, you know, basically with the original, you know, people that worked on it. Uh, Bruce Tim uh, is, is coming back and it's a 10 episode thing. I think it's supposed to be more, a little more adult is for HBO Max. And it's supposed to be more, I guess, pulpy, more, more like. The pulp comics origin that we you know that you know when when Batman had a gun and all that other stuff he was a, he was a detective all that stuff before he got a bunch of super powered you know foes and there was the Justice League etc. <clears throat> so all that being said, we found out that this week kind of the 
a writer, a comic book writer, a creator of the Winter Soldier, uh, you know, a guy who killed uh, Captain America and brought him back to life, and and basically is one of the the best you know modern comic book writers. Ed Brubaker is a head writer and co showrunner on the Batman. Uh, the new animated series. And <clears throat> I, for one, could not be happier. Uh, Batman the Cape Crusader has such promise as a as an animated uh, DC animated show. Which, by the way, I think you'll agree, has been kicking ass animated DC. And so yep. to have a, a writer of that pedigree with that kind of understanding, and, and, and not just understanding of of superheroes and not just understanding of comic writing, but wrote uh, for DC for Batman in the nineties and the, and the uh, late nineties and you know mid to late nineties and early two thousands. He has got a resume that's legit. So, <clears throat> Lottie, you get this news. Um, what is your feeling about about Brew Baker being added to the show? Excited. You, you sound excited. <laughs> yes. Listen, I, I I grew up. I can't tell you how many times how many times I rewatched episodes of the Batman the animated series. And God man. It's I'm just I kind of you know, it's was one of those things that, you know, it's hard to get people who are younger to go rewatch stuff that was way before their time because you know, it's like it's like trying to ask me to watch a show in the seventies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to them, they're like the nineties. So it's like, I for them to get a taste of what it was like, the greatness, the absolute legendary show, and to have him be a part of the creative team. I'm just absolutely excited. I'm absolutely excited. Do you know if they're bringing back the uh, the the voice actors. I already know what's his name. He's joking. I'm, He's almo- joking. I'm almost certain they they will bring back the you know whoever wants to be involved. I think it makes it only makes sense if you don't <clears throat> excuse me if you don't bring back Kevin Conroy. That's dumb. This just it's just stupid. Like why would you? Why would you not? He's literally available. He does voice acting all the time, <clears throat> and he just you know showed up in a live action. Bat uh, as a live action Batman for the CW. So if they don't bring him back, that's what a what a dumb wasted opportunity. Uh, but I don't I can't confirm any of that yet. I don't think they're at the point of needing to to record the dialogue yet. Uh, but also, you know, you know he's you know Brubaker is. I I just want to underscore to everybody that how great a choice this is. Because again, he worked on Batman. He's written Batman comics before, you know. Yep. <clears throat> Apparently, and I saw I saw this. Uh, someone posted this. I can't remember where. It might have been on Twitter. <clears throat> he wrote a, a comic in which um, Batman, you know, Bruce Wayne. He, Batman says, you know, I always thought that, you know, Bruce Wayne was my real real person, and and Batman's my alter ego. But then I realized that Batman's always been who Bruce Wayne is, and it's never been two people. 
Batman is, you know, I am Batman. I'm not Bat, uh, Bruce Wayne playing Batman. And I'm like, this guy fucking gets it. He understand. He understands Batman pretty damn well. Oh, and also, he wrote a comic called Gotham Central, that uh, is basically the basis for uh, a spinoff show of uh, of the new uh, Matt Reeves Batman. You know, they're doing that that spinoff. It's based on something he wrote. So this dude doesn't just understand Batman. He understands Gotham City, and. <clears throat> And he says, you know, the reason why he wanted to even get into writing comics was because he loved Batman the Animated Series. Or, I mean, there you go. It's it's all there. He wrote, again, he wrote Captain America, the Winter Soldier. He wrote, wrote the Winter Soldier. He created him. I mean, does he need a better pedigree than that? That's all I'm saying. This guy's on point. So, yeah. I'm just let's just say, I'm hella excited. Uh, if that guy's if that guy's head writer, then you know this this shit's gonna be on point. So um, yeah, I'm excited, bro. Yeah, you guys just just trust it's gonna be awesome. So we're looking forward to it, and uh, when more news comes out, I I don't think we're gonna get that this year, but you know we can hope. So we shall see. We'll talk about it uh, when we learn more. Uh, and final bit of news, uh, we want to talk about. Uh, DC, where are they? Where they're headed, and in particular, this notion—at least this—from uh, <laughs> some people that James Gunn needs to be given the reins of DC. <clears throat> yes, yes. Um, in particular, now, and I'm gonna just say where this is coming from. So we know that Peacekeeper, Peacekeeper, Peacemaker is coming out this week. He just did uh, the Suicide Squad, which we loved. We loved it. Not everybody yep. loved it. A lot of people didn't like it, but we loved it. Um, Peacemaker is actually getting some pretty good reviews right now, early early uh, impressions. And so, you know, basically a critic, let me see if I can say his name right, Drew Deitch, Deitch yeah, I think that's right, <clears throat> said that Warner Brothers should just let James Gunn take over the DC Universe. Uh, to which James Gunn responded, and uh, with the big, you know, with the big old needle uh, stabbing forward at, at your hopes, says <laughs> that while he appreciates the compliment, he would never want Walter Hamada, who is the DC, the head of DC, or Kevin Feige's job. So <laughs> you you see, you felt all your, your hopes there. He just poked holes yep. all over them. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> and you know what? I get it. I think I get it. Being Kevin Feige is is a job for someone maybe less interested in being a creative than James Gunn. Because James Gunn's a writer. He's a director. He's a visual storyteller. But is he a studio head? And I say no. You know, he's he's a director. You know, he's a storyteller. And <clears throat> maybe I think he would be good for people to consult on. Like, you know, should we do this? Should we do that? But I don't think he could run. He could head up the division like that. Um, so, sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Lottie. He's not looking to do that. Yeah. 
unfortunately, but I, I, I respect that as somebody who has, a, you know, a passion for creation as well. I can see where it's like you're in the middle of creating something beautiful. Then all of a sudden, you know, someone says, oh, uh, you know, says, oh, um, you're create, you know, you, you, you need to drop what you're doing and just come with us and you know start start this and i could feel like how he'll be like man i, I just want to just put pen to paper i don't want to tell people what to do you know uh-huh. and I, I i respect that you know i respect that somebody else needs to come in and get the reins on uh um dc because oh, lord god they need it <laughs> well i wonder if maybe maybe studio head isn't really correct but maybe a like a a creative a leader or something like that cuz Kevin Feige mm-hmm. he's a studio head <clears throat> but in the sense that he's directing you know he's he's sort of the the head honcho over all of Marvel's kind of creative endeavors he's got a, he's a little more hands on maybe than most studio heads are but you know things have to sort of run by him in general but he has a lot of trusted underlings you know uh, producers who, you know, they he sort of trusts them to have a good eye, and then they bring it to him and so forth. Could James Gunn do that? You know, could could maybe he be the guy that not runs the studio, but that Walter Hamada looks to to say direct the development of you know of various stories and various movies? <clears throat> and I think he could do it just because it involves a sprawling. You know, having a good understanding of a sprawling universe, lots of characters, and how they all fit together. And he, you know, could he be the the guy at the top of that, you know, of that ideas tree with under, you know, producers under him that they all sort of work together and bring it to him? I think he could do it. The thing is, is I don't think that he would be happy at it. Not not yeah. from what I can understand. I follow I follow James Gunn on Twitter, and I kind of see what he's up to. He loves creating. That's just the truth. He loves the process of writing a story, you know, writing a script, writing the story out, you know, getting the story, breaking it down, visualizing it, bringing all of the actors and all the the craftspeople and everything that make, and then making a thing, you know, and editing. He loves. That's his thing. And I don't think that, you know, as much as it's great, and he did a little bit of that at Marvel for Kevin Feige, but he was more of a, a person that Kevin Feige was looking to, to sort of, you know, give him great direction on where the cosmic should go, right? Because you know he kind of did that with Guardians of the Galaxy. He was going to be like somebody that Kevin Feige relied on to sort of, you know, make sure that the cosmic side was sort of aimed in the right direction. But that would be a small corner of a bigger universe. Do you, would he be okay with, you know, having to do every bit of that larger universe? And I don't know that that's true yet. And maybe not now, but maybe in 10 years he'll be there. Yeah. Um, But you know what? So he said, I don't, I'm not interested, but you know what? I thought it would be fun if we thought about what would the DCEU under James Gunn look like? And I mean, Lottie, let's really think about this. We know, what do we know about his DC stuff so far, and what would the universe look like if if James Gunn uh, were given were given the reins? 
Uh, <laughs> I, oh, okay. I have some ideas. <laughs> hmm. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I bet you, you, you would think like, oh shit, Superman's going to be, uh, Superman's going to be cussing left and right and, and, uh, streaking across, the, <laughs> across the sky. But I don't actually, I think he'd be a lot more respectful than that. I think that maybe the reason why he chose Suicide Squad is just because he could just, he could indulge in being just like, uh, <laughs> you know, having, having terrible people do pretty atrocious things, but he, I don't think he would have uh, Superman and Batman do such things. I think he'll make, I think he will add a little bit of grit to <clears throat> Batman's story. They're already doing that, but I think they'll add a little bit more grit to like the Superman story where <clears throat> you'll see that the, the little tint in Superman's armor because we know the Superman in the new 52, he likes to fight. He enjoys getting bloody. He doesn't, the Superman that we grew up watching will do his best not to use his full strength. But the new 52 Superman, he, he enjoys when someone punches him and it actually hurts. I think they will introduce that type of Superman. I think James Gunn will introduce that kind of Superman into there into this universe like he'll he'll basically it'll be sort of like his superman will be more of like the superman unbound like he'll still be on earth but he won't be like it's sort of like a how can i say it? like uh zach snyder he made the original superman like this the first man is still like this epic dragon ball z like thing where we're just imagining how Superman can do all this stuff. Then immediately he nerfs the hell out of Superman and brings Superman back down to Earth level. I highly doubt James Gunn. Like James Gunn's Superman movies will be sort of like a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I will I can definitely see Superman going to different galaxies throughout the, like to define somebody you know what i mean yeah i can definitely see something like that you know what i mean like don't get me wrong he'll still be on earth but it will be like one minute superman's on earth then the next minute he's on the other side of the galaxy right. you know what i mean right and i think that's what james gunn would do if he if he had the if he could get his hands on superman i th i think if if anything he'll definitely make kind of the goofier elements make a lot more sense because that's that's yeah. what guardians three uh, guardian of the galaxy was about was taking some goofy ass shit and then let's just say it some jack kirby goofy ass shit and making it make some kind of sense um and i think that that's and there's a lot of jack kirby goofiness in the dc canon that could be turned into something good um not only i you know i think he brings grit but what he brings is legit humor like for actual, for real, funny, and it's not like you know non cringy. Or if it's cringy, it's cringy at the expense of terrible people. You know. Yeah. So his, I think, as much as it may seem like, oh, he's just all he's going to do is just like, you know, throw shade at the the heroes and left and right. No, actually, James Gunn ha has a lot of respect for uh, the heroes. So I think actually he he has the potential of, you know, sh showing them super you know super heroic if you will um 
within the the um, the DCEU. But I think he would he would play with a lot more characters in the sandbox. You can already see that he was he could have done a Superman film, but he said, "No, nah, I'm going to do this other thing." So I think that smaller side characters would get a lot more shine. And he would open up the DC universe because right now the DC universe is very small. I, I yeah. mean, it's it's extremely small. It's it's uh, it's aggravatingly small. Yeah. Like, like aggravatingly small to the point that they're even ignoring main characters. Like it's not like it's just they're just focusing on the the main people of the Justice League. No, nah, they're really just focusing on these four or five characters, and that's really it. Yeah. And, you know and I, mean? I think that he, he, if anything, he would bring, bring everyone together in a way that makes some kind of sense. They got to acknowledge we all work within the same, we're on the same universe. So Aquaman can talk to Wonder Woman and still go on about his business. You know, yeah. I I feel like that's really more likely to where where things would go. Um, and his Justice League movie will not be uncomfortable to watch with like <laughs> people sniffing jackets and shit. I I think. <laughs> I, I honestly, I know he's not ready for it, but I think in five, ten years, you know, maybe he could settle into that. And uh, we can only hope. Uh, I, I think James Gunn's great. So I'm hoping that, you know, he, he decides at some point that that is uh, his future, what he wants to do. So, uh, But we'll see uh, until that point. And also we're going to be highly anticipating uh, Peacemaker coming out and also highly anticipating not this year, um, but Guardians 3 next year. And also there's that Guardians uh, holiday special coming out later in the year. Uh, so we're all looking forward to that. And we'll talk about those uh, when they uh, arrive. So, all right. Uh, that's it for our news for the week. Uh, we had, I'm sure there was, there was actually a ton more things going on, but those are the things I thought were interesting. But, hey, maybe you thought we should have talked about something else or you just have something to say about uh, our commentary or insight. Uh, get down to the comments. Let us know what you're thinking. And of course, you can always hit us up supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnys1 on Twitter. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right. So, moving on to our main topic this week uh, a discussion topic. Uh, we are talking about the most anticipated uh, superhero movies, TV shows, games, etc. Coming this year, and let me just say, Lottie, again, as I said, superhero fatigue, what the hell is that? Because I don't see no superhero fatigue. There's plenty of it. Plenty of superheroes uh, forthcoming for, um, you know, for this year. And uh, I thought we'd, we'd kind of cycle through all of the, uh, the, the offerings for the year. Mm-hmm. Which are significant. It's re- kind of ridiculous, actually. It's as if those things make money or something. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there are. Let's see. We have a list of the DC movies and uh, TV coming. I'm gonna run through them real fast, and then we'll talk about the ones we're really looking forward to. So for DC this year, um, in March, the Batman, uh, May, DC League of Super Pets. July, Black Adam, uh, November, The Flash, uh, December's Aquaman 2, uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. <clears throat> and that's for the movies. For TV, 
got Peacemaker this month. Uh, there is later on this year, I'm not sure, really sure when they haven't uh, decided, but the Sandman TV show. Uh, if you care about these things on CW, Superman and Lois, uh, Naomi, which is a new uh, sh- show that's coming out, The Flash, uh, The Flash's final season, I believe, uh, season seven, DC's Le- uh, Le- Legends of Tomorrow, uh, new season uh, starts in uh, January, or this actually starts this week now, I think about it. Uh, Batwoman new season starts this week, or actually not new season. It's the renewing, uh, not new season, starting the second half of the season. Stargirl, uh, new season's coming out sometime later this year. Uh, on HBO Max, uh, Titans, Harley Quinn season uh, three, which I'm highly into. <laughs> we know we're, we're hyped for, and Doom Patrol. So that's DC's offering for the year. Meanwhile, over at Marvel, um, we've got, uh, on the movie side, uh, we've got Mar- uh, Morbius, which has uh, just moved to April the 1st, which, and we didn't talk about it, but, like, it was just, <laughs> it was a given, I think. Uh, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness in May, July, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Uh, October, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever in November. And on the TV side, we got Moon Knight sometime later. In fact, none of the Disney Plus shows have been given a date yet, but sometime later this year, we got Moon Knight coming. She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, uh, sometime this summer. Uh, we have the I Am Groot animated show. Um, that Some of these, I think, are, are probably rumors, but the... Halloween special that was rumored to be Werewolf by Night. Possibly What If Season 2. And then some of these, I'm like, I'm not sure, but maybe. Secret Invasion, uh, Guardians Holiday Special. And on, I believe this is probably on Hulu, uh, Disney Plus, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Actually, I think it's not Disney Plus. It's on the Disney Channel. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur sometime this summer. And uh, in case anyone cared to know, there's also the Midnight Marvel's Midnight Suns game coming out uh, later this year. So that's everything superhero that I can think of the, from the big two. And of course, we have the boys. We've got uh, the boys season three. We've got maybe Invincible, right? Maybe. And I can't think of any any other superhero related things. <laughs> If you if you can think of some, let me know. But I cannot cannot think of anything else. And of course, I did make a little uh, list. Uh, my in my opinion, the the most uh, things to look forward to. So, Lottie, we're we're not gonna do all of them. But what are your maybe three you know top three to five things that you're looking for for two number one number one without doubt. Don't even need to discuss or tell you why across the Spider-Verse. Number one, <laughs> put it up yes. there. And I'm talking about far away at the top. Like, <laughs> it is in the stratosphere. <laughs> so far away. Now, everything else we could talk about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, across the Spider-Verse, um, I am highly anticipating it. I'm trying to decide if it's my number one. I'm, I'm not even gonna. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna categorize them. It is highly Unfair. anticipated. 
I'm not gonna say one, one, two, whatever. But that first Spider Verse was fire. I mean, you can't saying fire is unfair to to fire because fire is not as hot as Into the Spider Verse was. That was a supernova. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> was excellent. So good. Uh, I saw it, you know, multiple times and all that. I think I even gave you a copy of it for Christmas <laughs> that yes. that year. It's, I mean. Just a, a wonderful movie, and the new one looks like it's taking it to the next level. So I can't wait. That's gonna be. I, I'm just gonna say right now, uh, and you know, call me on it if I'm wrong. But best best superhero thing of the year. I'm saying it. I'm calling it right now. So I think that's you're absolutely right to to call that one out. For me, um, I this is an obvious one. Black Panther for Wakanda Forever. Uh, more it should be more like Wakanda taken forever, but yes, uh, <laughs> I don't know where they're going. In fact, I am so curious where the hell they're going with this. All I know for sure is, um, you know, we know that Shuri's in it. We know that Okoye's in it. We and we know that we're getting Riri Williams, and I'm hearing that you know it's you know some rumors confirming that Namor. So it's basically it's got all of the ingredients and plus you know all the returning cast of characters. Uh, Black Panther was, you know, my second favorite. Was it my second favorite movie? Maybe third favorite superhero movie the year it came out, which is unfair because it came out the same year as Infinity War and Into the Spider Verse. But whatever, one of my favorite superhero movies. Period. Can't wait for the next one uh, of that. So. All right. Uh, what about your? What us another one you wanted to? You're looking forward to seeing. Um, multiverse of madness. Yes, please, God, <laughs> please. I want to see multiverse of madness. Matt, multiverse of madness is probably the most hyped, like live action superhero show I want to see this year. Like honestly, I am. Oh, so intrigued with that movie. I want to see what happens. Like, I don't want to watch another trailer of that movie. Like, that that trailer is enough. Nothing more. I'm serious. I'm one of those people that when I'm really into something, I only want to see one trailer. Yeah. Once I see that one trailer, you don't have to show me anything else because I literally want to go into that movie blind. Yep. I hear you. No, <laughs> I, I've... I'm the same. I don't need to see anything else. I I've already know I want that. Um, that is also is it is one of my my most anticipated of the year by far. Uh, unfortunately, on this show we get so much stuff. You know, looking for news, we get so much stuff on it. I have seen some stuff about it. I don't know if you want to hear <laughs> hear about mm-hmm. it uh, about some possible multiversal appearances. I know uh, one of them. Which is I was surprised as hell, but this is a deep cut. Sleepwalker might be in this, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you have got to be like a real Marvel head to know who the hell Sleepwalker is. Uh, Sounds very familiar. Just, just trust me. When it's he's he's a somewhat supernatural. He's basically it's a guy who when he falls asleep and goes into dreams, uh, uh like a a multi uh you know, uh trans-dimensional being called the sleepwalker comes out and he's a superhero or some, or, you know, could be a villain depending on, on the situation that. So it is, look, 
there's there's some shenanigans going on with with multiverse of madness, and not the least of which is, you know, evil Doctor Strange. So that's a, that's a huge one. Uh, for me on the let's we we got to talk about some DC. The Batman looks fucking crazy. Yes. It's I mean, yeah, we get the Riddler and he doesn't look like you know with the bowler hat and and the fucking you know question marks on him. Um, but still, it he looks like a fucking serial killer, you know. And there's all this talk of maybe he knows who Bruce Wayne really. I mean, come on. Uh, you, you, we saw the the trailer, uh, and Pattinson looks like a badass. Um, I mean, I'm, look, I just think it's going to be awesome. It just it looks awesome. Can't wait for it. Cannot wait for it. Like you said, this is the most excited. Ex, this is the the most excitement I've had for a Batman movie, probably ever. Like honestly, because you know, a lot of people might say what I'm is a spicy take, but guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't really enjoy the Dark Knight trilogy. It was, it it to me was, they just felt so boring to me. I don't know. I could <laughs> never sit down and watch it. Like, like real talk, man. I cannot sit down and give my full attention to any. Of the Dark Knight trilogies, not Batman Begins, not the Dark Knight. Only time, only time I, you could I, you could get my full attention from a from the Dark is in, in the Dark Knight because of the Joker. Besides that, I'm like texting, looking <laughs> everywhere else, having a conversation, like just. But this movie seems like it's going to get my undivided attention when I see it. So I'm excited for that. My third movie which is might be a little bit coming from left field because it's not on this list, but I consider him a superhero because he's, he is something I grew up with. And that is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is my third most anticipated movie of this year because I consider Sonic a superhero because Sonic is, you know, Sonic is a hero. He might be a furry creature, but he's in his own verse, the Sega verse or whatever you want to call it. And I am excited to see that movie. And another reason why I use Sonic, because you you took my last one, that was the Batman. So <laughs> I'm excited to see Love and Thunder. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited to see Love and Thunder, but I wouldn't put it in my most anticipated. Like, when I think of most anticipated, I like, like I'm contemplating ways to see it and you know what i mean like different ways to go and see it that is that's what i mean by most most anticipated yeah yeah i mean it i think um i think sonic I'll, you know i'm down with sonic um he and i'll i'll accept that it i'll allow it because technically in the in the in sonic 2 he is running around fighting crime so uh i shall allow it this time uh, it looks like it'll be fun. Like the first one was surprisingly not bad and actually kind of good. So you know, if they double down on that, you know, is it weird that does it? Do I feel like you know when we're when I'm watching Sonic that I'm watching you know Who Framed Roger Rabbit in the sense that mm. these people clearly aren't real. <laughs> they're they're clearly yeah. not real. Uh, and I feel like 
you know, James Marsden's character is sitting there watching a cartoon run around. Uh, that said, it's got a lot of character, and and I can't wait to see Tails, you know, doing his thing. And also, Jim Carrey's uh, Eggman slash Robotnik looks ridiculously over the top. So uh, I'll buy that. <laughs> I'll buy that one. Um. We already talked about the. I know we talked about the boys and Invincible. We're both hella hyped for those. I I think that's that's pretty uh pretty fair to say. Uh, but aside from those, uh, I think honestly, as much as I'm, I'm hyped for both of those, Invincible is my most hyped for probably superhero thing this year that isn't called a, across the Spider Verse. But uh, for my TV things, my most uh, my most uh anticipated. TV thing that isn't invincible is Miss Marvel by far. It's because I f- fucking love that character. She, as I said, she is the closest thing to Peter Parker you're gonna get that doesn't have a web shooter uh, in in Marvel, uh, and that's a modern creation. She's just that damn good. Um, yeah. Just based, I mean, you you know her mostly from a video game, and I'm telling you. If you liked her in the video game, you'd love her in the comics. And if they get close to her comics version, you're going to love this show. Like, straight up. Like, I don't know. Like, I haven't played Marvel's Avengers. But her whole, the, her approach to being a superhero and, and what it means to her is so pure. You know, it's so real. And she's still, you know, she's she's a teenager that wants to do the right thing. And you know she just happens to be a brown girl that's that's also Muslim, but she's bought into the whole superhero thing. She believes in the Avengers and and Miss Marvel, etc. And that's the way she's trying to live her life to be, you know, to use her powers for good. And dang it, I want to see that in live action. And I'm I is can't she from wait. India? I, I, if she, I remember, she's right. not. Uh, she is Pakistani American. Okay, Pak. Okay. So she, because... her, she her parents were from Pakistan and immigrated. And she was raised, you know, raised in Jersey City, you know, as a first okay. generation uh, immigrant. Or okay, because I was going to say, if she is, if she was from India, it would make absolute sense why she is into superheroes and comic books. Because in the Indian, in the, uh, you know, the Hindu culture, comic books are sort of almost religious material because they mm-hmm. turn their gods into superheroes. Real mm-hmm. talk. So that's, yeah, I... My understanding is just that she was just a superhero fan girl. I mean, and for some reason, I guess some people in the Marvel universe don't see living in a world full of powered people that can randomly trash your life as a bad thing. So <laughs> that's that's her her thing. Um, but I'm I'm super excited for it. I can't wait uh, for that to come out. Uh, Lottie, you got uh, one or two more? Hmm. I mean, I'm I I do want to see. Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, The Boys season three. I don't, I, I don't want to put it as anticipated because, don't get me wrong, I'm hyped for the show, but it's like, I pretty much understand what everything's going on, and I'm just waiting to see it. Mm-hmm. While like I do want to see Thor, Love and Thunder because I have no idea what they're gonna do with that. I have no idea what they're doing with Thor, Love and Thunder. Black Adam, I just want to oh, see the I rock. For, I forgot to put one on there. Shit. I forgot to put one on there. Shazam too. Oh I, yeah. I, oh, I, I forgot Shazam yeah. too. How did I forget Shazam too? <laughs> yeah. Shazam one was good. 
Yeah, and Black Adam, I think is I. I don't want to say I'm most. In, I I am. I'm hopeful about it. I don't know about anticipated, but just because I don't know what the hell we're gonna get from that, you know, I just don't. I it could be awesome. It could just like be what, you know, maybe the Flash. I think the Flash has the most potential to be. It probably be. It could be really awesome, or it could be ter- you know terrible. Uh, terrible is. Uh, uh, as they say, uh, uh, what, what's the guy's name? Charles Barkley says, could be terrible, but there's a lot. I mean, if I'm super hyped for it because Michael Keaton and multiverse shit's going on in it, you know, maybe this is DC's turn to actually do the multiverse and maybe do it right. Uh, so that's, that's kind of high on my list. Uh, and of course, you know, and I'll say this, this is my last one, my last most anticipated. I got some other stuff on the list, but my most anticipated, you know, of the most anticipated is the Sandman. Uh, because, dang yep. it, if I can, I don't know if I can really explain how awesome this this uh, the Sandman is. Neil Gaiman uh, in the late eighties through the through the early to mid nineties wrote a, a run on the Sandman where he re you know he took the sand the Sandman was originally this guy with a gun that shot a gas and he was he was basically like a pulp you know. Uh, detective you know sort of crime fighter sort of like the shadow or whatever well instead neil gaiman turns him as the sandman is about the the lord of dreams and there's so much metaphysical things and there's you know you get lucifer in there and angels and god and like these eldritch horror so you get like you get serial killers and eldritch horror you know kind of cthulhu sort of monsters and swamp thing and all there's like Constant, you know, John Constantine is in it, and it's just magic and like, you know, uh, fairy tale, you know, beings and stuff like that. He he manages to get Shakespeare involved. It's this. It's just it's a bunch of crazy. How is this working? But it is metaphysical, existential ruminations taking place within the DC universe, and ho- there's horror and stuff like that. It's so good. It's it's there's an audio an audio drama version of it that's excellent. The comics are great. And they're making a TV show out of it. And we've talked remember we talked about some aspects of it before like the casting and everything. And Neil Gaiman is involved heavily. You know, he's a producer, he's working on it. This let me just say this could be you know it, this could have the hype level of, let's say, Stranger Things or Game of Thrones, or you know, uh, or even the like the Watchmen TV series. It could be that big. It could be one of those things where critics are like, "This is amazing," and comic book fans are like, "This is amazing," and we can all just agree that we're fucking lucky that we got this thing that that got made. Uh, so I'm. Dude, I'm hella hyped for this one. I I cannot wait. Yep. Um, and I especially if you guys don't know anything about the Sandman, I almost say don't read anything about it. Don't read. Don't watch. Wait until the TV show comes out, uh, so it can wash over you, and then you can go back and read read everything. Uh, because you know the less you know about, sometimes the less you know about these things, the better it is. You know. Well, I'll because t- I told yep. you what No Way Home. You know, my mother-in-law was like, she's into the, 
the you know she's into the the MCU, but she had zero clue about the the cameo appearances. It's no clue at all, and was like, and that blew her away. So I say the same thing about Sandman. Do not go. Don't go into it knowing anything. Just just go into it fresh. I guarantee you're gonna you're gonna be like kind of blown away. So uh, we have more, but you know. I think we can leave it right there. That's our most anticipated for the year, uh, for this year, 2022. We're getting a ton of stuff this year, and some of these things were most that are most anticipated could get completely blown out of the water by something else coming up and just being, like, way better than we were expecting. So we can only hope. Uh, all I know is that, Lottie, this year, like, oh, I feel like we are – I, you know, we're we're like those kids walking with behind Willy Wonka, <laughs> you know, <laughs> through the candy factory, and we're just seeing all this stuff. We see we're just seeing ahead all of this wondrous these wondrous things, and our mouths are just like salivating. Right? We're just we're <laughs> salivating. We what we're gonna get this, the everlasting gobstoppers are just within reach, man. And I I'm just like, yeah, they're just within. We're we're walking right behind them as we walk into the into the chocolate room with the, everything is edible. You know, that's that's what yeah. we are as as nerds as as superhero you know fans. That's what twenty twenty two is looking like right now to me. So, um, well, anyway, those are our most anticipated. Uh, what are you guys anticipating? What are you guys looking forward to? And do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Uh, or you just have some comments about what we had to say. Uh, get down to the comments. Let us know what you have to say. And, of course, you can always hit us up, supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnys1 on Twitter. And, uh, you know, we can chop it up about what 2022 has to offer. And while you are in the clicking mood, we would greatly appreciate you get down and hit that subscribe button so you can join the Super Not Funny Show family. Uh, and also hit that notification bell to let you know when we drop new content. You know, we do podcasts, reviews, all that fun stuff. Uh, and we'd love uh, to continue to try to entertain you. Um, speaking of entertaining, I can't do anything like that on this show. If it's just me, I got to have some help from my good friend Lottie. So uh, Lottie, why don't you let them know where they can reach you on social media? Oh, yeah. You can always find me on my Instagram. It is Anukinihun. It is spelled A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. I upload, uh, starting to upload a lot more memes, pictures, or comic book stuff. Uploaded the, uh, the uh, Sony and Disney meme of Spider-Man <laughs> onto, onto the Instagram, get that rolling. And you can also find me on my uh, YouTube channel, which is uh, Kinihoon25. I do a lot of uh, live streams and I upload uh, some of my playthroughs of games. Stay tuned. A lot of big games coming up next month in February. So, you know, you may not be superhero related, but I am going to, st I am going to, before this month is over, I am going to go finish up uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. I, you know, I should do that myself. I did start playing, but I haven't, <laughs> haven't gotten very far, but that's the way it <laughs> usually is with me. Uh, so we'll look forward to that. And, uh, you guys go show some love to Lottie. Um, so, all right. That was episode 33 of the Super Not Funny Show Supercast. Uh, we're moving right along into this new year. Next week, uh, 
you know what? We don't have a particular uh, thing for next week, so we're just going to leave it up in there. It'll be a mystery. You know, we'll leave a little mystery in this little relationship we're having with you guys. <laughs> uh, but anyway, come back and join us for episode 34 of the Super Not Funny Show Supercast. Until then, I have been Moe Coupe, your resident fabricant and comment extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the video game designer, anime expert, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace.